Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is James from Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader, where I invest in dividend stocks for weekly cash flow. It is 9.35 a.m. January 8th, 2024. We're going to start doing some investing with pre-qualified dividend stocks, and those, my friends, are companies that have increased their dividend payments to their shareholders for a minimum of 20 to 25 years. Yes, you heard me right. Increased dividends every year, so absolute worst case scenario, even if the stock you purchase goes down, every year you're getting higher and higher dividends. But we got a little bit of catch. We got a little trick that we use in order to buy our stocks at a certain time. Now, I have a roster or a Rolodex or a list, and that consists of 13 weeks because there's 13 weeks in every quarter, and we are officially into week number two. So I'm going to go through the list of only the stocks that are paying out the EX dividend date two weeks from today. That's it. That's all I'm looking at. I want to catch my 1% per week and be totally happy. If you weren't paying attention, last week we did over 2%, and that's an awesome way to start out the year. So let's get started today. Jump on over to the market watch, and always, always, always the first list we look at are the dividend kings and those are companies that have increased their payments to their shareholders for a minimum of five decades, 50 consecutive years or more of increased dividends. Okay, so there's only one dividend king paying out an E, having an EX date two weeks from this week. And that, my friends, would be Lowe's. Everybody knows the blue monster. So let's take a look at what Lowe's is going to look like and see if it is a worthy a worthy um, investment opportunity for us. Okay, now we're going to start like we always start out. A year ago today, Lowe's is sitting at $200.34. We have a double high that happened in late July, and that was around the $234 area. Got a little bit of profit taken, a little bit of, uh, what do you call it, a, 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 a retracement. And then this bad boy dropped to the floor. Now, the floor... <laughs> being 184.66. Now, that was in late October. Now, we want to take a look at the last 30 days because, to me, that is what's most important. Now, the last 30 days would be December 8th. Here we go, December 8th. Lowe's is sitting at 208.46, somewhere in that area. And she bottoms out 28 days ago, which was the 12th. Of December and the bottom the 30-day bottom so I gotta reiterate that the 30-day bottom was 205.84 now it only took about a week to go from the bottom to a double top a double high at 227 okay you get that 30-day double high and you're gonna have profit taken which is exactly what happened a little bit of profit taken went sideways for a little bit and then she filled this gap see this gap over here that happened up between the 14th and what is that the 13th and the 14th, she gaps up. Gaps have a tendency to fill. Okay, so we have this other gap right here that happened on the 2nd, January 2nd to January 3rd. Okay, so a little bit of profit taking. She gapped down a little bit. We found our new bottom, which was the 5th of January. Okay, that was on Friday. 
We get an update to the, uh, Friday and an update today. We're sitting at 214.32. Now, just to let you know that I did buy lows last week in a different account. See, I manage a bunch of different accounts. So I got to keep track of all these things. They're getting a little challenging. So Lowe's is sitting at 214.55. Now, <clears throat> before we decide to jump in on it again, we want to look at what the seasonal. Well, we don't need to because we already own it. Don't we? Hold on a second. No, I forgot to go through. Okay, let's finish up with Lowe's first before we go through with the positions, positions that we already have. Okay, Lowe's, to be considered, we're going to look into the seasonality chart. Now, the seasonality chart is how does a stock react on an annual basis? What does it do in the first quarter? What does it usually do in the second quarter, the fourth, third quarter, the fourth quarter? Now, they take 10 years worth of data. I mean, you can go further out. You can go 20 years of data if you want, but I'm comfortable with 10 years. So I'm looking at 10 years of data, one on top of another, on top of another, on top of another. Now, basically, Lowe's is going to have a little bit of a kick to the upside, going to go sideways for a little bit, all the way to the middle of February, going to drop down to March. Now, I can't really tell. I don't think anyone can really tell if it actually drops down in March or that is the effect of what happened during the pandemic two or three years ago when everything dropped to the floor because the world stopped. But that is going to stay on our radar for the next 10 years until it is what it called purged out and then we can get back to normal. Okay, so she basically goes sideways all the way up into the second through the second quarter. Then the third quarter, she goes up. And in the fourth quarter, she goes up. So right now, we're in the fourth quarter, first quarter. And Lowe's does have a little bit of a bump up. So we're going to buy a little bit of Lowe's. And I want to do what is called a, a covered stock, which is basically I'm buying it at the money. And then I'm selling somebody the right to buy it from me for basically the same price I paid for it. So we got a bid of 214.19. We got an ask of 214.45, which is a big spread. And there's only 56,000 shares that have traded so far, which is kind of odd. Okay, so she's at 214.50. And we got the 212s. I think I'm going with the 212s because I don't want to be into it. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to look at what the numbers are. So if I'm going to buy it at the 212 and somebody to write to buy it from me at 212.5. I want to do just a market order, market, there we go. And I only want to get like 500 shares because it is a $200 stock. Okay, so. Okay, now here's the numbers. <clears throat> We're going to buy five covered lows, 100. Those are the weeklies. 12, January 24th, which is this Friday coming up. Now we are going to buy it at the market. And we are going to sell someone the right to buy it from me at two twelve fifty. My maximum profit is going to be seven seventy five. My investment is going to be fifty two thousand dollars. Now fifty two thousand dollars. That's going to be a nice little return. Let me do that really quick so you guys can understand what the numbers look like. We put my calculator seven seventy five, and we're going to divide it by what we're investing. See the effective power right there, fifty two thousand. We're going to divide it by 52,350. So Lowe's will give me a return of 1.48. I'm good with that. So I'm going to say yes, send, see you later, bye, and we'll see if that gets filled. All right. Before I go any further, 
Oh, and it's just got filled cool beans. All right, so before I go any further, let's jump into uh, the positions that I already have, okay? Now, we already own Comcast, so let's... Then we own Comcast at 43.85. So we want to trade Comcast, C-M-C-S-A, because I already own it. I got 600 shares at 43.85, and we're going to sell someone the right to buy it from us at 43 and a half. Okay, I might be lose a little bit, but I am still gaining some. Remember, I gained, I collected premiums last week. I'm going to collect some premiums again this week. Okay, so we only have 200 shares. I'm sorry, 600 shares. I'm going to do it the market because I don't want to fool around. There you go. Off to the races. 159 bucks. It is what it is. Okay, so 159 bucks off of a $32,000 investment. All right, so that's not right. Okay, I'm going to send this to the races. Okay, I'm going to sell six CMCSA 100s. Those are the weeklies. 12, January 24th. That is this Friday coming up. The 43 and a half call. Okay, giving someone the right to buy it from me at 43 and a half. And I'm only going to collect 159 bucks. But you know what? Oh, I collected more. I got 26 cents. Okay, that works for me. Next on the list is Ford. Mm, Ford. Now I'm into Ford at 1231. Okay, so we're going to do the 12s because we already collected premiums last week, collected premiums this week. And I only have 300 shares. Okay, so what is that, 36 bucks? Off to the races, 36 bucks. There you go. All right, last on the list that we carried over from last week would be General Motors. Now, General Motors is what I call um, a stable stock or. Um, the reason why I call it a stable stock is because it's one that I go to when I have money that I don't know where to invest. Okay, it's like if I don't have any good dividend stocks coming up with a dividend, then I just uh, go to one of my fallbacks or my, my stable stocks. And that would be Ford, AIG, Bank of America, General Motors, any company where the stock price is below the book value. Now, if you're not familiar with what the book value is, that is the liquidation value. If they were going to sell off everything okay everything that the company owned you would get the book value and the book value for general motors i think i believe it's 4474 or it could be 4874 i'm not 100% sure but the market value is only 36 okay and i'm into this at 36 so we're going to go in we're going to trade some general motors i have a thousand shares of general motors at 3627 and i'm, I'm going to sell it for 3650 for 39 cents per share. Why did I do that for? I don't want that. All right. Ooh, 40 cents a share. Gotta love it. All right. So <clears throat> I want to do it at market order because I don't like to fool around. I, I, my, my time's worth more than a few pennies. Okay. So I'm going to collect $405 off of my investment in General Motors. Now, remember, I collected premiums last week too. So we're going to sell 10 GM 100s. Those are the weeklies. 12 January 24, which is this Friday. The 36.5 call at the market to open. Off to the races. And any second it should fill. There you go. 40 cents a share. Okay, so that works for me. All right, so now we're going to go back to the market watch. Well, before I do that, let's go to the monitor. What do I have to play with? I only got $16,000 to play with. Bummer. 
All right. Um, all right, we'll get that in a minute. Let's go through who we have to play with, just in case you guys have more money than I do. Remember, the discount I'm looking at right now, it's a $100,000 margin account, which means there's $100,000 of my money and $100,000 of the broker's money. Okay, so if the stock goes up one buck, I make two. But then it works the opposite way. If it goes down one buck, I lose two. Okay, just a little bit of margin, a little bit of leverage. And I do have to pay to borrow that money. Okay, so if I make, like last year I made 64%. This year, whatever I make, I still have to deduct whatever margin money I borrowed from my broker. So if I made 64% last year and they're charging me 10%, I only actually made, uh, that's going to be a tough one because half the money was mine, which I made 64% off. Half the money was theirs, which I made 64% off. And I only have to pay 10% interest on their half of the money. So that complicates things. But for simplicity, if I made 64% and I have to pay 10%, then I only made 54%. Oh, boo-hoo for me. Okay, so we looked at the Dividend Kings, and there was only one, Lowe's. So we're going to look at uh, the next on the list, Warren Buffett's. And as you can see, Warren Buffett has nothing for the fourth week of January. So we're going to move on to the next list, and that would be my 100-year-old companies. Now, these companies have been around for a while. Clorox, Lowe's, Pfizer, all household names. Now, we already looked at Lowe's. So we're not going to look at Lowe's again. Now we're going to look at CLX, which is Clorox. CLX, into the one-year chart. Let's open that up. First thing we're going to see, a year ago today, we're at 142.88, somewhere in that area. Okay, our high of the year was right around 178, and that was in the beginning of May. You had your profit taken, went sideways for a bit, and then in... Um, mid-September she drops and drops and drops and finds the bottom <clears throat> almost like a double bottom I'm going to call it a double bottom because it's very close at the 1468 area 1470 now that happened at the end of October but from there hits the bottom and people say whoa wait a second hold on Clorox is worth more than that so on the 11th that was the first of November she hit the bottom of 14 114.69 the very next day, she gaps up, okay, to 127. Okay, she goes from 114 to 127 overnight. And then she just keeps on shooting up until she gets into a trading range between 140 and 144. And that happened um, at the end of November. And from there, she just went sideways. Okay, nothing huge. Now, let's look at the last 30 days. The last 30 days will be right here. 30 days ago today, we opened up at 143.45. We hit a high on the 14th of December. Now, this is the 30-day high at 146.55. Okay, you got your profit taken, which you knew, usually normally always get. When you get a 30-day high or a year high, you're going to get your profit taken. People look at it and say, whoa, it ain't a profit until you take it. So to take the profit taken, she settles back down to the uh, 140 area, 142, and goes sideways for a bit. Today, we're sitting at 141.87. Okay, great. Love it. Now, let's take a seasonality chart and see where this thing usually goes this time of year. Now, as you can see, this year chart, okay, now this is 10 years worth of data. 
kind of like all over the place, but we're only interested at this moment in time right here, the first two weeks of the year. Now, as you can see where it is now, we can drop a little bit more tomorrow, and then she's going to go up. Okay, so that looks good. I would prefer to get into it tomorrow, but hey, today's today. Let's see what the numbers look like for Clorox, for Clorox CLX. Into the trade grid we go, and we got 141.83 at this moment. 141.79 is the bid. 141.95 is the ask. Okay, nice little spread between the two, which is normal. Okay, so if we're at 141.83, let's take a look at the 142, which is paying $1.35, which is a little bit less than your 1%. But you still have the difference between the purchase price and the strike price, which is an additional 19 cents. Okay, or we could go with the 141. Now, the 141 is paying a buck 95, but you got to take out that 81 cents from the, from the purchase price, which means you're only making about a buck. So money-wise, okay, you're better off going with the 142, get it just that smidge under 1%. Now, I like that trade. It doesn't give me 1% unless it hits 142. If it hits 142, I'm back into cash come next Monday, and I made more than 1%. All right, next on the list would be Pfizer, P-F-E, P-F-E, here we go. Now, Pfizer, you take a look at the one-year chart, it don't look good. That's all I got to say, it don't look good. A year ago today, we're sitting at 29.30, okay? A couple of days later on the 9th, which would be tomorrow, a year ago tomorrow, you get the high of 50.25. Now, that's the high for the year. And that high for the year led to nothing. I love this word. Nothing but downness. Down, 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 down. We get our yearly bottom on the 13th of December, which was um, a little less than a month ago. Okay, so let's back it up. Look at the last 30 days, which will be back to the 8th, right there. All right. The 8th, which was 30 days ago from today... We opened up at 28.65, went sideways for a couple of days, and then she dropped to the floor. Now, I'm calling it the floor because that's the bottom of the year, okay? 20, was that 27 days ago? We get the bottom of the year, which was 12.13, which is December 13th. Now, <coughs> she went sideways for a couple of days and then shot up to the 30-day high, which was 30.28, Okay? 30-day high, you got profit-taking, which was on the 3rd and the 4th, uh, and a little bit on the 5th. Now, the 5th was an update, and today we're sitting at 29.26. Okay, great, fine, dandy. Now, let's take a look at seasonality to see where this thing normally goes during this time of year. Seasonality has Pfizer for the first two weeks, of, actually for the first month of the year, going down. Well, the first week we went sideways, but we're in the second week. So as of the second week, this thing goes down, so I'm going to stay away from this, and we're going to go to our next list. Now, I have several different lists for a reason. One, because they're different categories, okay? I don't want to confuse Warren Buffett's list with my 100-year-old companies. 
because some of Warren Buffett's list aren't 100 years old. He has Apple. Apple's not on my personal list, but I do trade Apple because it's on Warren Buffett's list. Okay. We looked at the Dividend Kings, Warren Buffett's list, high-volume stock, which is just Pfizer. That's the only one. And then we have weekly optionable stocks. Now, it is Monday. We're at 20 minutes, twice what I'm looking for. So I'm going to cut out here, and tomorrow we're going to jump in and take a look at this list. And we'll catch you guys again tomorrow. So you guys have a great day, and I'll see you again tomorrow.